0: around around
1: the world. Welcome back, team. It's Ben Cullen with your Sports Around the World update for the week. I'm curious, did any of you try our at-home workout suggestions from last week? If so, send us a DM on Instagram. We'd love to hear from you. You can find us on at TeamTimeR3. And for this week, we're back to our normal format. Let's get into it. The world has a new number one in golf. He's Spanish, he's 25, and he's only been a professional since 2016. What? His name is John Rahm. Rahm says he has achieved a lifelong goal by becoming the number one golfer in the world and dedicated his Memorial Tournament victory to family members he lost during the coronavirus pandemic. It wasn't plain sailing for the Spaniard despite building a solid lead. He survived a back nine wobble to claim a three-stroke victory after a dramatic final day at the tournament. Congratulations, John Rahm. I'm sure your family are so incredibly proud of you. Well done. In the NFL, superstars Drew Brees and Patrick Mahomes are amongst many players calling for more action from the NFL. Players want coronavirus safety measures improved or the NFL risks there being no football in 2020. Brees tweeted, we need football, we need sports, we need hope. The NFL's unwillingness to follow the recommendations of their own medical experts will prevent that. If the NFL doesn't do their part to keep players healthy, there is no football in 2020. It's that simple. Get it done, NFL. Seattle Seahawks quarterback Russell Wilson has also been vocal in the conversation. He says his wife is pregnant and there is still no clear plan on player health and family safety. We want to play, but we also want to protect our loved ones. The Tokyo 2020 Olympic schedule has been confirmed. It is of course not taking place this summer. Everything has been postponed by one year and almost follows an identical schedule. The opening ceremony for the Olympics will be on July 23, 2021, but there will be some sports that will start before that, including men's football and archery. The Tokyo Games are set to be the biggest ever in terms of the number of events there will be a record 339 medals up for grabs. One of the biggest hurdles for the organisers was securing 42 venues needed for the Games, as many had already been booked for 2021. And finally, sports cards and the trading of them has been around for a long time. But in recent years, their popularity has resurged. Collecting sports cards is a hobby to many, but others spend huge amounts of money on them as they're also an investment. Now, listen carefully to the following. A rare LeBron James trading card has sold for 1.8 million US dollars at auction, nearly doubling the previous record. The card features the Lakers star during his 2003-2004 rookie season with the Cleveland Cavaliers. It was one of just 23 made and was in mint condition, according to the auctioneers. Can you believe that? I wonder how the king feels about it. As the NBA continues to set up preparations for its restart, we now continue our basketball theme with Nathan Yu back at the studio. Do you have any predictions on which team will go well in new format? I think the
0: teams that have older star players will do better like LeBron James. The Lakers are going to do well. I think the Clippers are going to do well because they have older stars like Kawhi and LeBron who are going to be able to lead them a little bit better than some of the teams that have younger stars like Luka Doncic and players that don't really, you know, know how to lead a team into war into playoffs yet. I think those are the, I think the older teams are going to
1: do better. Interesting theory. Yes. Uh, are you going to predict a winner? I'm going to say the Raptors. The Raptors. <laughs> <laughs> and if it's not the
0: Raptors? I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> Crazy side story, though. So last year, um, when the Raptors made the NBA Finals, I phoned my best friend uh, in Canada who has some connections with the Raptors. And I said, as a joke, when they made it to the Finals, I texted him. I said, hey, get us tickets to the NBA Finals. Two days later, he phones me and said, "How about Game Four in o- in Oakland?" Wow! So I flew over to from Hong Kong for Game Four in the NBA Finals to watch Toronto play. Amazing! Yeah, it was it was insane. I got to be there. Wow! Where <laughs> where were your seats in the stadium? Like lower bowl? No. Yeah, just picture me in a red jersey fighting million like thousands of yellow jerseys, just taking on the whole stadium. It was uh, I'll never forget it. It was amazing. Rep in Canada.
1: Sorry? in Canada. Rep
0: in Canada very hard. Yeah. For absolutely. Ben. Absolutely.
1: How do you think Hong Kong will manage the coronavirus situation moving forward with the basketball? If your season gets delayed any longer, will it get scrapped? Will it change format? How are you going to cope with that?
0: I think it will. Yeah, if things don't get better, I think it will get scrapped maybe because they're very cautious here. Hong Kong is a very cautious place. So uh, I'm praying that it doesn't get cancelled. but. It's gonna be very weird you know I've never played in a league where there are gonna be no fans in the stands. you know for our big games like we have some like there's probably 3,000 people that show up for our big games and that you know you feed the you feed off the energy from from a from a fan perspective. so it's gonna be weird playing in empty stadiums this year and just going to war with your teammates against another team. It'll be interesting.
1: How many stadiums are there in Hong Kong? Do you play?
0: We play at two. We play at Wang Chai Southern Stadium, and then we also, for the big final games, we play at uh, Queen Elizabeth, where concerts are held sometimes in Hong Kong.
1: Got it. Um, and then, as far as the fans go for the NBA, there's not going to be any fans there either. Do you think that'll have a huge impact on those fans, particularly because there's no home advantage? They're all playing in the same complex. It's absolutely going to have an effect. Yeah,
0: like, I'm sure the NBA, NBA guys, they feed off fan energy. So it's going to be, and man, there's going to be a lot of trash talking on the floor that mics are going to be able to hear. It's going to be, I'm most interested of that. Like, we're going to be able to hear these NBA guys talking mad smack to each other and it's gonna be it's gonna be is different. that chat
1: always there but you just oh yeah can't it's hear it.
0: always there you can't hear it though the crowds are so loud in the nba the stadiums are just packed so it's gonna be yeah i think they're gonna have some problems actually like blurbing out some of the you know the swearing and the trash talking in the nba
1: games interesting you say that i'm a big ufc fan and from the ufc operating with no fans the opposite team have been able to hear the coach's commands and figure out calls because of being able to hear everything is is that something that's going to apply in basketball we, yeah of course like you're going to be able to hear other coaches calling out the
0: sets that they want and uh it's yeah basketball is about communication for sure on the court and you're going to be able to hear a lot more and defensively it's going to change a lot of things i think
1: interesting what they'll do particularly if there's a lot of swearing I don't know how they're going to figure it out. It's going to be, but you're going to want to hear it though as well. Not not the swearing, but I mean, you're going to want to hear what's going on on the court—the the squeaking and the ball bouncing—and honestly,
0: from a fan's perspective, they're going to love it. Yeah, I think the whole world is going to love going to be being able to hear the players on such a personal level on the court for a month, for two
1: months, three months here. Crazy. And Nathan, you've got a basketball academy. You coach a lot of teenagers. Do you have a a common theme or a trend where lots of them could work on or improve that you see here in Hong Kong? Absolutely. I think basketball
0: training has shifted dramatically in the last 10 years because of social media exposure. Look, when I was growing up, at a young age, you trained with maybe five coaches with a group of kids in a team aspect. The team game. yeah. Learning how to make passes, learning how to cut. Basketball shifted totally towards individual one-on-one skill training. And then it's, 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 it's a bit of a problem because kids are not learning. Basketball is a team sport at its yeah. basic foundation. So within our academy, we're trying to teach them the basic team concepts at a young age. Once you get older, then you can fine-tune your personal skills. Then you can really, you know, start to develop those one-on-one skills and, and coming up. But now it's like, it's the opposite. Kids are now focusing on the one-on-one skills. But then when they get to an older age, they're they're really slow to catch up to learn the team game aspect of basketball. So I think that's one thing, if I can say, can really improve on is kids need to get back to the basic fundamentals. It's five-on-five basketball. You need to learn how to work together, spacing,
1: basic concepts. You. Uh, do you think, because these individual athletes are put on such a pedestal, people like LeBron James, that then people want to be like that as opposed to the team players not sexy? Yes. It's it's a huge problem
0: in that sense. Like, Steph Curry changed the game a lot because, you know, you have this small guy who's just bombing these long threes in the game. Yeah. And you got these young kids who don't have the leg strength yet to really shoot those long shots but that's all they want to do they want to go outside and just heave these long shots with their arms and it's it's backwards like that like steph didn't do that steph learned the game at a very basic level like at a young age and then he developed those skills later on so i think we need to maybe shift backwards a little bit and try to develop those team concepts and and that stuff first
1: yeah that makes sense uh nathan thank you so much we have one final question um, there might be someone listening who's thinking I'd like the same career as Nathan Yu what is the path for a 15 year old in Hong Kong based of what you've said already to be competitive but hoop space is limited give us a path for for them
0: yeah well Hong Kong is a little bit more of a complicated place but um I think you gotta join different basketball academies I would hope maybe at a young age there's, now there's lots of basketball I own uh, me and my partner own a basketball academy and uh you know, one thing we tell our kids is we're never not going to tell you to go to other academies and learn from different coaches. Knowledge is power. Yeah. So I would tell a kid, go learn from as many coaches as you can and you learn something from everyone. Go outside, practice it. Because I think uh, there's a problem with youth sports now in the sense of like youth sports is a business now. And some academies are like, oh, you, I can only coach you. Don't go coach by that coach. You're, you're with me the whole time. Like, what are we doing for our kids? Yeah. If we're going to be so protective of, like, it's a business, like, no, you got to just play for my academy. Like, no, you should be learning at this age. Go learn from everyone. Pick up something. Train as hard as you can.
1: Good luck. I hope you make it far. One more add-on to that: Matthew Marshall was here recently, spoke about going to educate themselves on YouTube about Formula One. Do you think the same applies to basketball? If so, do you have a reference point on the internet, or is it better to avoid that? There's
0: infinite basketball training videos online. Got it. Go look at it. Absolutely, it's the Instagram is the new basketball training app. I feel like okay, you get, kids are just going online, seeing an NBA workout, and then applying it to awesome. their game. Yeah.
1: Awesome, thank you so much Nathan, really enjoyed that chat and um, good luck with your season, let's hope it gets underway and uh, you bring home the trophy Appreciate it guys, great meeting you, thanks for having me I'm Ben Cullen and that was your sports update for the week there are many restrictions in place but be safe and be creative go get your practice in, go get your workouts in have fun